here with another episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds to rate comment all greatly appreciate it so yeah we are discussing severance which was a new thrillery i mean technically it falls under thriller but thrillery type of show that dropped on Apple and we know Apple drops their episodes weekly. I don't think I've seen any show via Apple where they dropped all the episodes. Like it's weekly. Which is frustrating depending on the show. <laughs> Cause some of the shows do not warrant a weekly um release. I'm talking to you suspicion. But um <laughs> that seems to be their thing and they're sticking to it. So uh we either have to watch week to week or let all the episodes drop and then binge it. Um, this one, I didn't really have a feeling either way if I was going to um, wait to watch and then binge or just watch week to week. Honestly, I ended up watching it week to week because um, I was like, I don't really have anything else to watch. And I just feel like I don't want to wait <laughs> to watch this. Because had I waited to watch it, I think it'll pro- it may have been harder for me to keep watching it. That's just me, like, giving my opinion. But before I get too far, I have to let you guys know, it is just me. This is the solo host of the show. We're going to go probably all over the place. I'm probably going to repeat myself. There will be spoilers, so there is that. Uh, and I think that's those are all the warnings that I have because this is not like a superhero show or anything like that so yeah so um initially when I saw the show I was not going to talk about it (laughs) if you've been around for a while you know that I there are a ton of shows that I watch that I do not talk about on here for a plethora of reasons (laughs) but this one originally I was going to talk about it because I kind of mentioned it earlier, but this was like a very, very slow burn for me. Like it was interesting enough to like keep watching, but it was very, very um, draggy in the beginning. And I liked the the concept to me seemed interesting where you have this guy is centered around Mark, who is played by, again, I watch this week to week, so I don't have like extensive notes like I would normally have if I had binged it, but Mark played by Adam Scott. So like the people who work in, um, this place, which is like, I didn't even write the place down, but whatever. Mark played by Adam Scott, Dylan played by Zach Cherry, Helly played by Britt Lauer, um, Mitchick, Milchick played by Tremel Tillman, <laughs> Devin, who is Mark's sister, played by Jen Tullock, uh, la, 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 la. Michael Chernis plays Rickon. Who else? Oh, Irving played by John Turturro. And then Bert played by Christopher Walken. And then, of course, Patricia Arquette, who plays Harmony Cobell. Um, and the, the concept, or the, also, I should warn, this is probably not going to be a super long episode uh, because... I only have a few things that I want to hit on. And if you're new, I do not recap the entire show. I just talk about the things that I want to talk about. <laughs> so that we're not here for forever. But anyway, um, so 
the premise of the show was interesting because it's like essentially asking the question like what would you do if you can split your um conscious or your like yeah your conscious between work and home when I sit and think about it I don't think that's something that I would want to do it doesn't really seem especially after watching this I'm like doesn't really seem appealing <laughs> I don't know if we would be able to do that in the real world but in the concept of a show in the beginning I was like huh that's an interesting question how are you guys going to go about it and so essentially they have their any and they have their Audi. The any is the one as soon as they get off the elevator, then that con side of your conscious because they put a chip in you. Um, they don't really get into the science, the science, the science-ness of it all. <laughs> but you guys know I love to a little like nerdy moment every once in a while. Um, but we didn't get that. We just know that they put a chip in them. Um, and then we kind of see what happens when they wake up with Heli. They wake up in a room, they don't know what's going on, and they're asking a bunch of questions. And so in the beginning, you're like, oh, okay. My main thing was like, what is this place? What are they working on? What are their traumas? Because the only way I can see you agreeing to be severed, which sounds so dramatic, is if you have some dramatic life experience that you is essentially, you don't want to think about all day long. And it's distracting you from work. So therefore, you need to separate your personal life from your work life. Which is kind of what we're getting by the time we get like into the season towards the end. Where we're starting, not with all of them. But like, at least with Mark, we know his wife died. And he was a teacher. And then her death impact, like really, really impacted him to the point where he couldn't even teach. And so he agreed to be severed. Um, but some of these other ones we really don't know. Irving potentially was in the war. I believe we saw some some um, like evidence of that. Dylan has a kid. That's how we know about Dylan. We don't know what's going on in Dylan's Audi life. So it's like, don't know why he's there. And then Helly volunteered to be there because she is the daughter of, um, what's his name? Is it? No, it's not Egan. I don't have to find his name, but essentially the man who like created everything, the man who's like essentially the person that they're looking to would be like, oh, he's like the, the figurehead. Like when Helly was working on or made it to the end of whatever it is that they have to do for work, which I still don't really understand what it is. <laughs> and then we saw a little cartoon with the guy like that's him. The um, There's like reference to him in the building so like kind of find out she's his daughter like again it was a very very slow build in the beginning but it got way more interesting towards the end and even more so interesting at the very end and then it's like oh we're done like that was the finale because it was a nine episodes it wasn't 10 episodes so I was like that's it this was the finale I want to know what happened like how are they going to figure out okay I'm jumping ahead but like how are they going to figure out like, how are the Indies going to talk to the Audis? Which is why I was, okay. I was ex happy that Mark was able to talk to Devin and he was able to talk to Devin. And so I'm hoping that she will help the Audi Mark, <laughs> like, be able to try to connect the dots because he was already questioning things anyway. So there's that. Um... But I'm trying to think. Milchick was an interesting character. Like all the people who work there, I'm just like, why do you work there? 
what is motivating you to work there? Do you, how do you really feel about these people? Like the innies not really wanting to be there, especially Helly, because she legit tried to kill herself to get out of there. <laughs> it's just like things like that. And so then when we find out who Helly is in the real world, then it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, she, this is essentially what she grew up knowing and championing. And then when her Annie is in there and, ex, and experiencing how horrible of a life it really is, which it does sound really horrible. Could you imagine, like, the only thing that you know is work? Like, why would you want to do that to yourself? I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a subconscious thing where... They're like, before they get severed, severed is so harsh of a word, before they go through severance, they're like, oh, you know, I'm still me. It is still me. And they're not really separating them as two people. And it's not until like you go through a procedure and it's like, oh wait, this is two, like these are two separate lives that are being led. And so then it's like, if I was at Audi, do I really want to only know work? I don't know. That's tripping me up. <laughs> like, it just sounds horrible. It sounds horrible if you just talk it out loud and think about it without even going through the procedure. <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. But I like, I, you know, we like a, a little bit of a rebellion. So love seeing all the innies kind of like come together in parallel to Mark on the outside kind of rebel, rebelling also because Egan, who we never met as an any, but we meet him outside and he essentially is like, and they don't really explain this either, but apparently it sounds like, I don't know if he willingly quit or they let him go, but he doesn't work there anymore. And he has something done to himself to like reverse the severance. And it did not go well. And he essentially ends up dying. But not before he connects with Mark. And is like, you need to, you essentially trying to tell him the truth. And then Mark meets that shady lady who ends up killing the security guard. Which is just like, Mark, how are you that oblivious? You live in a community that's owned by the company that you work at. Your next door neighbor is creepy AF. Like, why do you not have questions about her? She's so intrusive. Like, it doesn't even make sense. She essentially inserted herself into his life, inserted herself into what was going on with her sister, with his sister. Like, it was just weird, weird vibes all around. And he didn't even question it. <laughs> and he's just oblivious, doesn't even realize he's being followed. It's just like, what is happening? <laughs> you wouldn't think that people won. The root cause of not the root cause, but like the number one reason people end up dead and murdered when it comes to things related to like big, I'm, okay, we're just talking about movies and TV shows now. Like we're not going to even talk about real life, but, <laughs> but the number one reason or one of the top reasons is it's tied to money. So like you're running around trying to follow, find all these answers and you're not even questioning that maybe, hmm, they don't want you asking questions. And maybe you, they don't, maybe like they would take you out or do something if they think that you will jeopardize this business, which I don't, I mean, I guess I understand how they would make money because then more people would 
be able to work because now their personal life and work life is separated. It's all about that money. So anyway, and so you see them rebelling in the inside. And it was really hard. I think another part of the reason why it was so like, it felt a little slow in the beginning is because we're dealing with mainly Helly trying to adjust to being a new any and it was hard to watch <laughs> like it was so hard to watch and there's all these rules that we as a viewer don't really know but like everyone else who's been there like Mark and um Irving and Dylan like they know all of the rules but Helly is new so she doesn't really know but they're like alluding to it and we're just watching her essentially hang herself which she actually literally ends up doing to try to kill herself so it was a lot so I perked up <laughs> on the last two episodes when they came up with their plan of how they were going to turn their because Dylan gets turned on on the outside uh by Milchek because he took something home they can't take anything with them like all this stuff and so Milchek turns him on and he realizes like oh I have a kid out there all this other stuff so then it's like gets everyone talking Irving's dealing with his own thing and in his own weird way and of course Helly she ain't been <laughs> she has not <laughs> settled in at all ever and so they come up with their big elaborate plan they're going to turn turn their innies on on the outside Dylan's going to stay behind because they all the re rewards that they get are so weird <laughs> like there was like the devil egg party there was I feel like a melon party or something like that and then the reward that Dylan got with like the weird costume people did I was like I don't understand these these rewards does not make sense to me also when he escaped no one was like oh maybe we should tell someone that he just straight up disappeared because he was in that room for a long time like we got a whole episode of the innies being on the outside <laughs> so it was just all bizarre but anyway so my favorite episode was the finale episode because you know as soon as Dylan turned turned the switch then that was the end of um episode eight and then we and we opened episode nine with the innies on the outside and I think the great thing about this episode is like there's tension from beginning to the end and you're literally on the edge of your seat because you've what you now at this point you know it's the finale you watched everything that happened. You've been on this journey of trying to find answers just like Mark Mark the Audi <laughs> and Mark Danny, but Mark the Audi. You feel like you still don't really know, but you know that Corbell is his next door neighbor and she is playing him. And now she done showed up at his brother-in-law's book reading and Annie's about to be turned on. I was like, I know this is going to be like she's gonna figure out that they are that they are on because any mark is gonna say something <laughs> wrong, which he does. He ends up calling her Corbell Corbell and that's not what she goes by on the outside. And so yeah, it was just a great finale episode. Like I would have to say that's like in my I would put that finale in like my tops of finales. Like <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Because when it ended, I was just sitting there on the couch like, oh my gosh. Like, so, there was so much to unpack in that one episode. And I was just like, oh my gosh, now we have to wait for season two. Which we are getting to season two, thankfully. And they announced it pretty quickly. So we don't have to wait for an announcement. We are getting to season two. 
who knows when we're getting a season two because it's Apple TV and I feel like they go a little longer than a year. <laughs> Except for the this Octavia Spencer show, I feel like there's always a new season of that show. That one and there's another show on there. Like some of the earlier shows, I feel like they get new new seasons pretty quickly. <laughs> or maybe it's because I don't watch them, so it seems like it's always a new season, but it's not as quickly as I I'm assuming that it is. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so it's tension throughout the entire final episode, and the whole time, like at least for me, as I'm watching this, you're trying to figure out what is going on with Irving. Irving was was irritating me a little bit because he went to go try to track down, um, well, I was about to call him, is it Burton? Bert? <laughs> he went to go track down Bert. I'm like, dude. Bert don't even know you on the outside. So if you show up on his door, you think he's going to welcome you with open arms? No, he's going to be like, uh, who are you? <laughs> so that whole thing that he was doing was irritating. Of course, when he gets there and sees like Bert is clearly happily in a relationship, he he's devastated. But it's like, what were you expecting? I think Helly's story was very, very interesting because we found out who she really is on the outside. And she's at this major function that's happening and she has to do a speech and you're just like any heli is unpredictable <laughs> she be throwing flat fire so who knows what we're gonna get if they give her a mic and clearly she's ready to burn the whole thing down and they had to snatch her up off the stage and I was here for every moment of it by that time Corella got there and then she was just like in the shadows, which Corel is very interesting because she just got fired and she was all talking to Mark like, oh, you should quit. Screw them, blah, blah, blah. And then when she finds out that the out, the innies are on the, are on the outside, that's a tongue tire. When she finds out the innies are on the outside and then she's like, we've got to stop them, blah, blah, blah. So like, girl, <laughs> sit down. So, um, so her story, Ellie's story was interesting, but Mark's story, I think, had probably the most tension because you know Corbell is there and she's nosy and in everything and inserts herself. All these people are there. There's this elaborate reading going on. We haven't even touched on how <laughs> out of the box his brother-in-law is, like just too much. And so um, we have this huge punch going on with all of his very loyal readers, followers. I don't know. These are people who kind of fit his crazy. And any Mark literally on the fly has to figure out they all do the ones who get turned on on the outside who are around people which is just heli and um mark which is why i think there's has there's storylines for the final episode has the most tension because they have to like figure things out on the fly but um mark has to figure out things on the fly figures out who's who his sister is and then has to quickly decipher if he can trust her or not, which we're like, you can trust her, tell her, tell her. And so every moment where he's like, I need to talk to you. And then like, she's getting swept away with the baby and all that stuff. And you can see Corbell in the, in, in the shadows on her, on her hind legs, ready to pounce in. Cause she thinks something crazy is going on. And so then they finally get to talk, <laughs> get to talk. And he's like, okay, FYI, I'm the Annie. This is what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, they find out that the baby is missing because he tells her like, oh, that's Corbell, that's my boss. And then she's like, I'm like, finally, <laughs> they know that this lady has been out here 
getting y'all. And so, <laughs> so she's like, they're freaking out over her baby, which thankfully she didn't take. I was like, I know she didn't take that baby with her, but she didn't. Left the baby. And then we see Mark look at a picture. And you're like, who, do, who does he see in the picture? At this point, you, your, your butt's just about off the chair because you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? There's too much going on. And then you're like, what is happening with this picture? And then we get all the scenes with Heli um, at the function and all that. And then we come back on the last scene, which is him. And we and we also have the scene because now Milchek, uh, Corbell has been able to get in contact with Milchek. She's like, they're on the outside, turn it off. And so we see him trying to get into the room to... Um, stop Dylan so there's like all this just extra intense pressure happening in like the last five minutes <laughs> and so then you're like don't get into the room until Mark can say what he needs to say and then Mark has a picture and he's literally screaming his sister's name to get her attention and we see Milchek break into the room and I'm, I'm pretty sure we saw uh Dylan he like tackled Dylan down or something like that. And we see the picture. In the picture, it's Mark and his wife. It's their wedding photo. And then in in our in my I'm like, wait a minute. Is that old girl like the um I don't know what she is, like a therapist or is supposed to be a therapist? But like, is that her? That's his wife. She's not dead. Oh my gosh, that is so effed up. And he couldn't even say it because they got turned off. <laughs> he got some words out, out. And so I'm hoping that like Devin will see that he's holding this picture. Because he was like, I can't remember exactly what he said. But something along the lines of like, clearly he was freaked out. So you would think that hopefully maybe she could put two and two together. I don't know. But like, that's effed up. I literally sat there for like, on the couch for like, 30 minutes it was like that is so effed up that is effed up oh my gosh now I'm saying it again because now I'm thinking about it again I'm just like this whole time he thought his wife was dead and she's not dead and they have her literally because they talked about how there's some people who never get to leave and they're like essentially that's all the only place they know and I'm pretty sure that woman is one of those people and all this time, she's been alive. He's interacted with her, and he didn't even know it. <sighs> Mind blown. Like, that's effed up. It's so effed up. And now we have to wait for season two. So, like, if I have to talk about what I want to see in season two, I want some answers. I want them to connect some dots. I want them to figure it out <laughs> so that we can save her. Because this is insane. Insanity. So, yeah. That's really all I wanted to talk about <laughs> was the final episode because it was crazy. I was just sitting there like, oh my gosh, that is so effed up. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh my gosh. I couldn't imagine. There's no way. And if they ever connected my consciousnesses back together, I'm suing everybody. <laughs> like, everybody is getting sued craziness oh my gosh yeah yeah crazy so I don't know what you guys thought about season one of severance I know that was a very very short 
um, episode. But again, that was the main thing I wanted to talk about. I don't know what you guys thought. Let me know. What do you want to see in season two? I mean, what else is there to see? Accept some answers. <laughs> Let me know all the things and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Benjamin on Instagram and at Currently Benjamin Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I'll talk to you in the next one.